the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. John Fetterman's tumor all on the same stage. Dumb and dumberer. Turns out the tumor was the smartest thing on that stage. There's no question about it. Over a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. What? How much is that, squirrel? You got, I want you to get a pen and then start writing commas. Over a billion, two hundred, a trillion, two hundred billion dollars. Uh-huh. And this is the idiot that runs the government. And you wonder why the market went down? Why the market went down? You are in the worst economic situation this country's seen since the Great Depression, bar none. The only difference is that president was an ideologue who was wrong. This one's an idiot who's clearly wrong and a clearly a creep. Oh. Hey. Very important thing I told my daughter and granddaughters, no serious guys are 30. Did he tell his daughter that in the shower when he was showering with her? Perfectly normal. Just hoping to clarify for midterm voters, top domestic issue, inflation or abortion. All important. Unlike you, there's no one thing. It crosses the board. Domestic. For as- now he's talking to uh, Ducey. So unlike you, it's more than one thing. This is how a short in the pants, Geritol addict guy in a diaper insults you. Of course, he does have secret service. Because it's not like he's a man anymore. Get his dentures slapped onto the floor if it wasn't for the Secret Service. We have foreign policy, too. There's a multiple, multiple, multiple issues. And they're all important. And, so, and we ought to be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. You know that old expression? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, you can't walk and walk at the same time, Joe Biden. Let alone walk and chew gum. You have a hard time walking and blinking at the same time. In fact, I'm not quite sure what it is you're good at anymore. You earn less than $125,000 a year. You'll get up to $10,000 knocked off your student debt. Oh, that's what you're good for. You're good for moving forward in an agenda to enriching those scum Democrat deadbeat bustouts. That's what you are. You're a stooge, a bagman for adversaries, foreign and domestic. Didn't he say, ask me about my foreign policy in that too? Did I miss that or did I interrupt him during that? Let's hear this one more time. Just hoping to clarify for midterm voters, top domestic issues, inflation or abortion. All important. Unlike you, there's no one thing. It crosses the board. Domestic, ask me about foreign policy, too. Yeah, let's ask you about your foreign policy, too. You see, you've been wrong for 50 years. Aside from that, you're a war criminal. Aside from that, what exactly is your foreign policy? As I see now, we are having 
Iranian troops identified fighting in Ukraine, but the ones who are identifying them are the Americans. I see that NATO will not release the intelligence report on who exactly blew up Nord Stream 1, because the answer is you did. You and your military operations that the people have no idea. And the Saudi-directed policies that you were bought and paid for. Isn't that right, wrinkled ass? I think it is. And Bobby, I promised you, he'd been on my back to get this done for since I got elected president. What did he say to get this? Did he say get this done? Or did, did I hear that wrong? Or did he say to dick this done? And Bobby, I promised you, he'd been on my back to get this done for since I got elected. He can't articulate the words individually because his brain is mushed like scrambled eggs. Like like Fetterman. This is during a Fetterman propaganda speech where they said, listen, your standards can't be too high. Look at me, the president who can't form a sentence because I can't separate the words in my dementia ridden brain. Like the president. Don't forget the lockjaw. So I just think I'm not sure how we're going to do this. But so long as I, I, I couldn't say no. So See, he's got that Irish used car lipstick on a pig salesman where he thinks he's gitchy. You're full of the blarney. Look at you relating to the people. You're just a buffoon. And someone is going to look down and figure out that stream that's getting your socks wet. uh, We get the money for the locks project done. I think we should call it Casey's Lock. I don't know. Uh, But uh, Bobby, you you have been for a Scranton guy to worry about the locks in this side anyway. I like when Democrat millionaires make fun of the corruption where he bribes the other Democrat stooges in La Cosa Nostra. That's almost as much fun as when our own fat pig of a governor brags about flying private. There are lots of ways to travel, and and sometimes I travel by private plane, sometimes I travel by commercial flight. Um, You know, I think we're not going to get rid of uh, flying. Boy, oh boy, fatso. Are you lucky your mother knew who to give a lap dance to? Or you'd be trying to sell me insurance and a rent-a-car, wouldn't you there, chubby? Because you're good for nothing, but you get to use good old Grandpa Abe's money to fly private, and nobody wants to ask you, how did Grandpa Abe make the money? See, you're a third-generation scumbag. Yeah, you are. The good news is you're in the right party, the party of absolute totalitarian fascist frauds, the same party that will insist on putting vaccines into children even though it's killing them. But a warm welcome to this talk this Wednesday evening, the 19th of October. Now, we've been looking at um, excess deaths lately. These are deaths more than we would expect based on the five-year average. And uh, the Scottish government has just ordered an inquiry into uh, a raised death rate in neonates. Now, neo, obviously, neonates, newborns, um, the first days of life, um, it can be up to a fir- the first week. Typically, we would say are neonates in the first week of life. By the way, do you know why he's got an accent, Squirrel? Because you have to go to other countries to get the information because Scotland and England are producing the data that is proving that this vaccine is a fraud, a trillion dollar, multi-trillion dollar payoff scheme. And do you know where they're not releasing the data? Right in the good old USA. Propaganda is the way. And the CDC is your overlord. Some people will extend that to, to four weeks, but it's basically newborn babies dying at a higher rate than expected in Scotland. Now, Scotland's only got a population of under, four, of under just under five and a half million, but it does collect very good data, unlike the United States, for example, where the data can be somewhat disparate. Disparate is how the English people say full of dung. Uh, from different parts of the country. So it's good to get data from the small European countries where data is well collected. And, and this is very concerning. Let's, let's dive straight into it. 
This is review of uh, neonatal mortality in Scotland. Now, this comes from here, uh, Healthcare Improvement Scotland. So an official uh, affiliated government uh, body is investigating this. Um, Healthcare Improvement Scotland uh, asked by the Scottish government. So this is a formal request from the Scottish government. Review of significant increase in neonatal mortality 2021 and uh, 2022. Now, the BBC has actually unpicked some of the information here, which is accurate. So let's uh, look at what they've said. Uh, Scottish government orders review of neonatal deaths higher than expected. Now, as other governments are releasing the true data of the failure, the uptick in deaths caused by the vaccine, your corrupt gangster fascist pig government is having the CDC mandate this becomes part of your child vaccination schedule. And that's how you know it is too systemic to rip out easily that every one of these rat bastard political whores who pretend to represent the people instead become millionaires from the corruption in big pharma, the military industrial complex, the banking schemes have to be thrown out on their asses for this to change because your government is mandating more deaths for our children. Neonatal deaths, two particular spikes over six months have been noted. September 2021 was the first one. At least 21 babies under four weeks died. Remember, this is from a population of just uh, five and a half million. So now, Ed, do the math. I know it's hard. If you went to CPS, don't even try. Just ask one of your fellow people. Times that by 150 million people. What am I talking about? It's even way more. Times it by 335 million people and use that same percentage of 5 million throughout the 340 million. And what does that equal? Mass murder by your government. Um, now, let, let's say this isn't duplicated in somewhere like the United States or in England, but if it was, you can see the numbers would really be getting quite large. Something we certainly need to get worked out. Uh, March 2022 it was the second one. At least 18 babies under four weeks uh, died. So they are taking the neonatal period is up to four weeks there. Now, this is earth shattering news. This is this is beyond scandalous. This breaks last night and today. Twenty bribed doctors who also work for the government and are bribed by Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson voted unanimously to put this in the arms of our babies. Well, those are the ones they don't advocate to kill in their abortion schemes. The average mortality rate amongst newborns is about two per thousand. Now, tragically, this does happen. I mean, you know, children can be born with various problems that can result in their death in the first few weeks of life. This is tragically the case. We know about this. We've minimized it, and there's further steps possibly could be taken to minimize it even more. Um, but at the moment, it's about two per thousand births. So tragic for the two, but low, basically, ish, lowish for two, two per thousand births. Now, in September, uh, in, in, in March uh, 2020, that should be 2022, sorry. So September 2021, it was 4.9. March 2022, it was 4.6. <clears throat> so we can see the rates here are double. Double. Um, what we would expect them. Double has doubled since before the vaccine. That's Dr. John Campbell. He is the only one that has been producing data. He thank, Thankfully, he's doing it from offshore of the United Soviet States of America, or this information would be censored. So how's that, Biden? I covered three topics in the opening. How could you do? I could do better half asleep than you diaper-wearing dimwit. 
you piece of garbage. If this country had any standards, this buffoon and every other cohort in the military industrial complex, in the big pharma industrial complex, in the banking complex that is destroying banking throughout this country and bankrupting half of the nation would be in prison. But instead, you're still playing Don. Of course, this time your shoes are wet. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. It's the Biden administration theme song. And, and uh, John, thank you uh, very much for... Uh, for running, I really do appreciate it. And Zell, you're gonna you're gonna be a great uh, a great lady in the Senate. She's not in the Senate. She's gonna be a Senate fluffer. She's not actually in the Senate. She's a gold digger. Do you ever take a look at her and the trust fund baby with the lump on his neck? Oh, that's a perfect couple for the Democrats. Really, they're almost as about as funny as J.B. Pritzker and his manatee. There are lots of ways to travel, and and sometimes I travel by private plane. Sometimes I travel by commercial flight. Um, you know, I, yeah, yeah, but you still got to buy four seats if you and the missus are going somewhere, don't you, there, Fatso? You know, Amy. I J- hope you saved room for dessert. <laughs> <laughs> Amy was uh, Jacobson was mad about this. First of all, this is not comfortable for this man of this girth to travel among the commoners, especially when you have the means, because your grandfather was a money launderer. You have the means, you could fly. You could fly private. The good news is, I think his brother, the one who looks nothing like the Pritzkers, of course, the mother was a little loose, took the money after they they, they fought over the inheritance, and I believe he doubled it. Wasn't that due to this idiot? That's for sure. Steve and Algonquin. Hey, Sean, love the show, man. Thank you, brother. Uh, did you watch the real Doctor Fauci movie or read the book yet? I'm on chapter eight in the book where we're talking about what what Fauci has done to the uh, people of Africa. What a, what an absolute piece of garbage he is, the way in which he's experimented on everything from animals to people, how he's decimated the third world. It, it does explain, though, why he's always greenlighted um, Pfizer's investment in a research and development lab in Wuhan lab in 2009. Yep. Right. Him and Gates. Him and Gates. They're horrible people. I don't know how they're not arrested. Because they're rich and they're connected to the government. Yeah. La Cosa Nostra. That's how. And this yeah. is, I'm getting awful yeah. sick and tired of it, Steve. I really am. Thank you very much for the call. Mike on the north side. I thought you died. No, man. I, I Thank you for taking my call. We had this conversation a year ago. All right. You told me I was crazy. Yeah. So there's no way that the government would be doing it just to kill people. Me? But I said, you told me. I that. was I'm never, I, I not only that. Gone. I said I would tear up a $10 million check from Fatboy Pritzker to take the vaccine. $10 million, I said I'd tear it up in his face. I never promoted the vaccine. Oh, no, I've no, never you, taken it. I would never no, take it. I would, I, I, no, I've bribed every member of my family not to take it. I agree. But what I told you was, on the air, I said I firmly believe that this vaccine is designed to kill us. Yeah. It's oh, I think, you're, and I might have said the government, well, yeah. yeah, listen, brother, when you're right, you're right. When you're right, you're right. All right thank you. All right. Yep. Thank you're you very, the best. Thank you, brother. Thank you very much. Wes on the northwest side. Hey, Sean. Love your show. Hey, I, not too long ago, wasn't there some buffoon yelling and screaming about how he beat Big Pharma? When now they're sitting there mandating the vaccine. <laughs> and, and how can nobody see that this is a down payment 
on your price reductions. And now they get a big lump sum of money in advance so they can gain even more interest on it. Wes, yesterday I had a, I had the pleasure of having a doctor who's fighting the government. He's suing the government. He's dealing with the corruption in our judicial system. And I'm, I'm interviewing him yesterday. And he, he tells me that the government has a law. Doctors cannot collaborate with each other to form a union to push back against the government or big pharma. And I love that. And I'll tell you why. You have the most obvious union asset, bagman, scumbag, Irish, short-in-the-pants gangster ever to hold any office. Joe Robinette Biden, who is always and has been a union bagman. And now that he's in office, what happens? All these how you doing? All these Guido unions have never been stronger. All of this spending only if you're in a Guido union do you get the money. And here you are admitting that in this particular industry, one that is mega important, we cannot afford the corruption and failure of an organized labor syndicate of a union. I love that because he's admitting he knows what the problem is, and he's admitting who he is, a $2 whore in a $5 world. And that's the saddest part of it all. But none of the Democrat voters even know what I'm saying, because all they want is to sit on their fat asses and get something for nothing. Thank you, Wes. And that's where this piece of dung comes in. Where, where's the money with the 125 k I love that. I love it. You earn less than $125,000 a year. You'll get up to $10,000 knocked off your student debt. Now, I want you to think about that. You make $125,000 a year, right? So you're 10 grand a month, 10 grand a month and change. And you can't pay for your student loan debt. Why? Because you're a bust out scumbag lowlife, also known as a Democrat scum. You don't want to pay your own loan, huh? Scum. Don't worry, you'll have the bricklayers do it. You'll have the working man do it. You'll have the housewife do it. But you, you're part of the La Cosa Nostra. And you turn your eye, well, this sock-ruining piece of garbage ruins my country, huh? If you earn less than $125,000 a year and you receive the Pell Grant, you'll get up to an additional 10000 knocked off that debt, so $20,000 in relief. And now all you got to do is vote for this dimwit in diapers. All you got to do is pretend he doesn't have dementia. Like you're going to pretend Fetterman doesn't have a stroke and can't get out of our room without the same Andy Frank. And that thing on his neck, it's just his brother. In total, more than 40 million Americans can stand to benefit from this relief. And about nine. No, 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 no. I don't care. Americans. Not, Not Americans, Joe. Scumbag. Deadbeat. Bust outs. 90%, 90% 90%, 90% of that relief is going to go to people making less than $75,000 a year. Let me be clear. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Think about how you have always honored your word as a man or a woman or an American. You took out a loan, you honor your word. To not honor your word, to not have any honor, to be a downright scumbag, all you have to do is be a Democrat. Clear. Not a dime will go to those in the top 5% of the income bracket. You know who's the real 1%? Anybody in your La Cosa Nostra. Any of these fat-ass municipal union roaches that keep voting Democrat and have their entire career because they want to move up in La Cosa Nostra. And then they get that mystical, magical pension, the one you tax us all for. And now the creme de la creme. If you're rich in this country and you're just a scumbag, but you vote Democrat... We'll take care of your other action, too. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Oh, hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. 
I got I got two parts to the uh, to what I wanted to take and mention and ask. Now look at the in New York they had that uh, set up that facility for uh, um, you know uh, young men to uh, illegals to come to come there, watch TV, Xboxes, uh, around twenty four seven snacks and refreshments, three meals uh, with the. Uh, it would be like South American. Uh, you mean this? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. A single adult man, you're going to come here to this facility starting tomorrow. When migrants first walk in after intake, they will see a recreational room set up with rows of couches, TVs, Look Xboxes, and board games. Oh, it's like the street department in Chicago. You got, wow. lin- you, you got linguine and clam sauce on the stove? There will also be a phone bank so migrants can connect with family in order to find more permanent housing. We can do that in 24 hours, maybe even less. Man, oh man, that's a lot better off than if you're a decent person and you were homeless or you're suffering from inflation or you're broke and you're you're not going to go on welfare cheese and you're living under a bridge. It's better to be one of these scoundrels. You even probably get an iPhone. One more thing, one more thing, Sean. One more big thing on that whole deal there. Now. You take and compare that to what they do to us and everything, but here's the thing. You're talking about vaccines. They don't ever push any of those damn vaccines on any of those people. They only push those vaccines on us, man. Sure. We're the guinea well, who, it, well, you, Because your people don't clean Nancy Pelosi's house. You're not a slave to the mafia. That's why. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. Boy, this is when this country was full of men. Not slaves, not willing slaves to corrupt fascist pigs. Did you happen to hear Project Veritas's newest, newest undercover video? Oh, it has, uh, it has the guy from New York City. What's that moron's name, the mayor of New York? Eric Adams. Eric Adams. It has his number one. I don't know what that means, but it has something to do with a forest preserve and a tree. The cops are mad at us, though, because we roll back the private sector mandate, but are actually rolling back the public sector mandate. Like, public service employees still have to be man, uh, vaccinated, but we were requiring all private employers to be mandate vaccines as well. And we've stopped doing that. So. Why? No, no. Who gives a sh- that COVID's over? Just the short answer. Why are we still doing it for the public sector? I don't know. We'll probably stop that in a few months. 1,400 people voluntarily quit their jobs rather than get vaccinated. They don't serve their jobs back. They chose not to do a very, very harmless thing that, like, protects the rest of society. Protects the rest of society. Now listen here, panty sniffer. You're wrong. It doesn't do anything. In fact, they admit they didn't test it. But that doesn't mean anything to you feeble fascists, does it? You just like the idea that you were important for just a minute. You don't give a rip about the 1,400 people who valued their own health and their own dignity and their own independence over your corrupt mafia, do you? I only hope you got three shots and three vaccines and boosters. I hope you got the whole litany of experiment. This is unfair. deal with it. We're allowed to set the terms of employment, period. Wouldn't you like to just ear slap that son of a gun? You better do it from that position of mafia, because in the real world, you wouldn't last long, kid. It was the mayor, sir. 
He said they quit. Why did they? Why should they get their jobs back? They quit. I have no sympathy for them. Like they made a choice. That was the rule. You had a very cushy government job. You could always go not work for the government. Although for a while you could, you just had to move out of New York, which was yeah. great. Again, no one was required to get vaccinated. You just had to get vaccinated if you had a job. So could have moved to Florida. That's the real one percent. Real cushy job. Isn't that what it really is? Sit on your fat ass. Step and fetch to the mafia. Just keep pulling the lever, Democrat. La Cosa Nostra. And now kiss the ass. Sometimes it has cellulite on it. There are lots of ways to travel. And, and sometimes I travel by private plane. Sometimes I travel by commercial flight. All you tough guys. All you tough guys. Kiss that cellulite ass of J.B. Pritzker. Two I'm more weeks. Fat. Two more weeks. Jim in South Elgin. All right, man. I'm all right. How are you? Good show. Anyways, um, as you know, Comrade Newsom of California has uh, basically mandated doctors that don't uh, follow the party line for COVID can have their licenses uh, reprimanded. You mean like the doctors that signed the Barrington Declaration and the ones that fought back against the misinformation by the Marxist mafia and their talking mannequins who could never get a job shooting a commercial on CNN? You mean like those guys? That's right. Yeah. Yep, and I signed the declaration, by the way. But anyways... I called the California Medical Association. They asked them if they were going to file suit against this, and I left two or three messages, spoke to one person. Nobody called me back. Well, they deserve it in California. You want to be Democrats? You deserve it. Like that scum that calls my show from the sewer of Chicago. Go for a walk. Pick a neighborhood. They're all equally garbagey now, and I wanted to say the S-word in the worst way, but I didn't. Thank you very much, Jim. Go ahead. You turn great areas into ghettos. What are we up to in Wrigleyville kidnappings? Five? How about Lincoln Park? Five or oh, six. All right. Six. Even better. Whatever it takes. They got a business plan, those CPS students. You know it's them because they can't say, I want to ask you a question. None of them can say the word ask. Not the teachers or the students. Christine Rogers Park. Hi, Sean. That's cracking me up. That's the word. Um, I just got home. They'll trip local you up. Those three-letter words are rough. They're three-letter ones. Those are the trickiest. No, no, you got to I got a, a friend down south, and you got to ask them what they wear for Halloween. Oh, nice. They, they know how to say it. You think they could add an M to that uh, thing? All right, go ahead. Uh, uh, that be pronounced correctly. Anyways, so I just got home, and I guess Tom Dart, because the com- carjackings are so bad here, that they're going to offer us free tracking on our cars now. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, good. Track me. You Democrat scumbag with the curly hair like you think you're one of the kids on eight is enough. What good is that buffoon? <laughs> Tom Dart. What a <laughs> moron. Moron. And he'll be there for a long time. Yeah, he's doing great. He thinks he's one of those kids. He comes running. Oh, look at me. I'm a grown middle-aged man with curly hair. Vote for me. I'm a Democrat scumbag. Yeah, that's very good news. Thank you very much. You know what you should do, Tom Dart? Why don't you release the least likely car to be carjacked? And we all could be driving around in Subaru Outbacks. Matt, South Bend. Hey, Sean. Great to hear you. I was out for a while. I had my new granddaughter that was born. The first one was in New Jersey. Was uh, was checking her out. She was awesome. Now, is this your son or your say, daughter? Is your is is it your son or your daughter that's a parent? It's my it's my oldest daughter. So all right, can you can you can uh, you make sure that kid isn't vaccinated? I don't care if you got to take her back to Indiana on the farm. I don't care what you got to do. I'll kick in. I'll I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lock her down. I'm gonna say this is our agreement here. Yeah, because we're gonna bring her back home if you're gonna be doing any of that. That's stuff, right. Because so. the kids are I more important. It. Go ahead. Yeah, they are. I, 
I had a question because I thought I saw something about the uh, British Prime Minister lady already resigning, and I yeah. was just kind of saying that's kind of strange. Not, not really. The king that you got to remember who, wh- what happened. The king is is now going to be involved in all of politics, and the king lives he lives up to his title. He's a fascist piece of garbage, corrupt and stupid looking, like his grandfather and his mother. So this is what happens <laughs> when you're. Uh, put in a position to correct things. After only six weeks on the job, Liz Truss, Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, has resigned. Given the situation, I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. Think about that. I can't do what I want to do because there's a new king. So for me to lower taxes and give power back to the people, that's the opposite of the fascistic inbred dimwit with stupid ears. So that's what happened. Six weeks. Six weeks, and she she walks away. So they're going to get what they deserve. Let them have fun with the king. After all, they're all inbred anyway. Go ahead. What else you got? Cheerio, cheerio. That's why I just want to also make mention that my uh, graduating with Jackie Walorski, I wonder if Biden's still looking for her in the audience there. So Biden doesn't. That, Biden thinks his wife is his nurse, and sometimes he thinks it's his mother. The good news is he never thinks it's his daughter, <laughs> so he doesn't want to shower with her, the sick, creepy son of a dog. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Squirrel, are you calling our hecklers back? Heckling our hecklers? I like that. Heckling our hecklers. Good job. Good job. You got to give them what they get. So here's the nice thing about these Democrats. Come Now wallow in it. Wallow in it. Here's the rest of the uh, Eric Adams number one. Um, being a cop is like the cushiest gig in the city. Like, you might get shot, but otherwise it's very good. He's like, the city is out of control. It is not safe. And I'm like, you're right. I just always joke that I'm like, New York's sort of like Hogwarts. Like, it's a lot of fun, great opportunities, and people die. Has he made any, like, changes with that in, in the city? Not as mayor. Like, he did a lot of stuff as a police captain. Um, he was one of the loudest voices, like, calling out various elements of the PD. Um, like, the police captain's union didn't endorse him in the primary. Why not? Because he, like, had been really aggressive against them. The mayor thinks he's got, like, ambition for running for president. Like, this is it for you. Like, no, you can't. You are very corrupt. And, like, lots of other... That's awesome. You can't run for president. You're very corrupt. And do you know what that's going to mean to the Democrat roaches like the ones who call my show and just want welfare? Just want more walking around money, the bust outs, the scumbags, the low lives. You know what that'll mean to them? Nothing. They're inspired by corruption. They're not offended by it. They don't want it to stop. They want a piece of it. And that explains every single one of their policies. But most of all, it explains Joe Biden. You earn less than $125,000 a year. You'll get up to $10,000 knocked off your student debt. There you go, bust out. Here, what else you need to vote Democrat? What do you want? What, you want a job? Scumbags. Al Kuypers. Hey, how are you, Sean? Good to talk to you, brother. You too, you too. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, a little report from the campaign trail. I was in Chicago Heights last week and uh, or yesterday, and boy, I tell you, People want change, Sean. So I'm pretty optimistic. I think we're going to. Uh, I think we're going to win some seats to, uh, on November eighth. I just talked to a dear, dear, actually one of my, my best friend. We've been friends since we're three years old, and he's an attorney. He's in this world, and he says, "I'm telling you, man, this is looking a lot better than you think it is." 
And I said, yeah. really? He goes, absolutely. But that doesn't mean I'm not moving out. But it looks good. So I hope so, Al. From your mouth, yep. we need a change, yep. kid. So I, I hope All you right. get your way. All right. Thank All right. Thank you. Thank you, Al Kuypers, everybody. Lloyd, Gary, Indiana. Hey, how you doing today, Sean? Wonderful, Lloyd. How are you? All right. Hey, I got a question, man. Who do you think would win between we the people and the citizens that want to be united? Because I'm saying here, coming up in November, we got a chance to be we the people if everybody gets so, off their duff and goes and do what they're supposed to do. Lloyd, I, I, I love that, but I think this is the last election of our lifetime where you'll have a chance definitely, to, definitely. To, to push back. So then what I think will happen is I think, you know, when you listen to the Eric Adams, and everybody knows what Eric Adams is, he's a corrupt piece of garbage. When you hear the fact that we have a Chicago copper for 29 years running and you hear that the Chicago FOP gave money to the Democrats that want to defund them, they could go flush now, right? So do I, do I think that they're going to win? No. I'm very pessimistic, which is why I well, live I'm talking in a about state. we the people versus I'm talking about we the people versus the ones that want to be the citizens united. Because what are you going to be united against? Everything that's anti-American. After this, if the if the Republicans do not sweep the House and the Senate, the country will split yes, within our lifetime. The country will split into yes, two, sir. and it should. Because I'm tired of paying for these scum. These walking degenerate scum. I'm tired of being extorted so I can pretend they're equal to anything other than a roach. They're not. Thank you very much. If you're a drug addict piece of garbage, if you're able and unwilling and you sit on your ass and you think you're entitled to anything, first of all, there is nobody. Nobody's healthy. We're all born to die. So you're not. Health care isn't a right, especially when you put the, the, the dope in your vein, when you put the coke in your nose, when you put the cream puff in your fat ass. It's not a right. And you don't get to take away the rights of others for your rights. But you don't understand that because theoretically you are Marxists and you believe therefore you exist, therefore you are. That's why these stories don't offend you, whether it's this. Many times it's going to take longer than that. It could take days. Next, there is a cafeteria that will provide migrants with three meals a day and snacks, coffee and tea will be available 24-7. Those meals are all culturally appropriate. It is uh, South American fare. The menu rotates on a regular basis. Could I get you anything else? People are uh, worried in Staten Island. Apparently, the migrants are being put in schools in Staten Island, and then you've got these tents throughout New York. I mean, my question is, why didn't we have these kinds of tents when we saw homelessness really peak? And it, it remains at peak no, levels. Homelessness don't worry is about it. Maria, looking in California, they're building they're building outhouses outside that cost the people seven hundred thousand. That's the answer by the Democrat mafia. Who's got the contract? Their cousin Guido. How you doing? Scum. Scum of the earth. Dan in his car. Hey, Sean. I, I don't get to listen to your uh, show too much because I work. But right. to, feed, to feed these uh, fake disability, you know, claims, you know, eat two cans of uh, cake frosting a day to keep their weight over 500 pounds. Yeah. But anyway, I work for the uh, the biggest health care uh, corporation in this don't get yourself in trouble. I know what you mean. Go ahead. No, okay. Well, anyway, the respiratory department, they cannot hire respiratory therapists that will work in the city. But my thing <laughs> is, th those are the ones that are going to suffer, but yet those are the ones that are causing this. You know? Of course, it's they, always the same. They're it's not always... smart enough, you know, from, cra from uh, cra cradle to grave, yeah. 
that one vote. That's all they know. We take away from the guy like you. They don't even realize it. We take away from the guy like you. We take away from the mother who works three jobs. And we take it away for for the scum who wants to shoot dope in his arm. And he becomes the virtuous one. As Fetterman wants open-air drug markets. Let criminals out of prison. This is how you destroy a society. This is what Karl Marx talked about. You know what, though? Uh, Creosote is the governor. Yeah. He don't fly a... a spirit or whatever. He flies FedEx cargo. Of course. Come on. It's all a oh, scam. Wait, they're, 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 the, they're the royals in this country. They are the mafia. Thank you for the call very Thank much, you. Dan. I appreciate it. Carpal tunnel syndrome? No. Lumber lung? No. Juggler's despair? No. Achy breaky pelvis? No. Oh, I'm never going to be disabled. I'm sick of being so healthy. Hey, wait. Hyper obesity. If you weigh more than 300 pounds, you qualify as disabled. That's the Democrat motto of hard work. We'll be back after this. Ta-da! You're- I'm too fat. This is the Sean Thompson Show. Where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. You know anything about American history? You know that our government is riddled in scandal and secrets. There are numerous aspects of our military. We don't have any clue as to how they operate the money, the budgets. In fact, it's not until recently they even admitted that there is a place called Area 51. Denied it for 60 years. If anybody's ever been curious or ever been uh, wondering, are there really UFOs? I know I have. Not just because I read a book years ago by Eric Von Daniken called Chariots of the Gods, which I found fascinating after a couple of uh, questions I had. But I I also have to uh, say in 2000, I believe it was 13, the the United States government came out, all branches of government, all of the military, and admitted that we have numerous sightings from our Air Force, from our Army. Our military is very well versed in this. So I wanted to get the world's leading authority on it. His name is Michael Horn. He is known as the world's leading authority on UFOs. He has over 40 years experience as a science researcher. He began working on this early in 1979. How are you, Michael? I'm fine. Thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it very much, Sean. Thank you. You know, this is something I've been fascinated with for many, many, many years. And the more I look into it, the harder it is to deny. So there are numerous credible people that have had their own experiences uh, that I find this fascinating. And as you look at what humanity is today, you realize that it is still in its intellectual infancy. We are still killing each other in rabid paces as we did when we did it in chariots versus now that we do it with weapons and I have to believe on that basis alone, I'd hate to think this is as smart as humanity is going to get. I'd like to think that there's a potential to be smarter 
And that's why I find this to be a provocative and interesting area. And I'm curious to know about um, your early findings in the Billy Meyer UFO contact in 1979. Sure. I was attracted to the case because as many people have been uh, with this material by these stunningly clear, uh, incomparable photos and then the films that I saw taken by this man, Billy Meyer, uh, between 19, let's say, 64 and 1981, all pre-digital. And the, the book that I picked up in 1979 that introduced me had information about the analysis of the photos and the films, sound recordings and metal samples, and just an amazingly rich, previously uh, you know, unknown to me, uh, situation and evidence. The more I got into it, the more I looked into it, the more... Uh, you know, compelling. And the UFO part of it, of course, is what attracted me and many people. But then I found that there was something even more important that I called the higher standard proof. Now, it took me a few years to kind of get that hint, what it was. And it, it's more related to what you were just talking about, you know, in terms of our evolutionary level and what we're doing on this earth to ourselves and each other. What happened was I was, uh, I had, gotten after 79, I met a guy who had 1,800 pages of the transcripts of the conversations that this man, Billy Meyer, was having with alleged extraterrestrials, if you will. And it was translated into English because Meyer's native language is German. And it was very interesting. It was a little hard to read because of the translations, but I read and read and read for months. Then I put away those documents. That was in 1986. And in 1988, I opened up a newspaper, and there was a new scientific discovery. A-bomb testing tied to ozone damage. And this was from Lawrence and Livermore Laboratories in California. I start to read it, and you're talking about the percentage of damage and connected to this atomic energy thing. I'm going, well, why do I already know all of this? These percentages are familiar oh, I reached under the bed, I grabbed the first hundred pages, I started leafing through, it took me a minute or two, and then I remembered what, what it was, because this conversation had already been taking place in 75, and they remind him that he first knew about it in the 1950s. And I'm going, well, wait a minute, this is what Lawrence Livermore Labs is talking about. To make a long story a little shorter, it would be subsequent new scientific discoveries, whether about the ozone damage and the connection of the extraction of petroleum and natural gas to volcanic activity and earthquakes, I would start going, well, I know that, I know that. And I would, my go-to would be rummaging through these 1,800 pages. <laughs> to right. date, now with thousands more pages, literally we have 250-plus specific prophetically accurate examples of political, geopol geopolitical, environmental, scientific, medical, financial information, and it's error-free, always published before the events or the discoveries are made. I mean, this validates, this validates so many of the accusations that have been, uh, where people have been ostracized and had their, their reputations destroyed and have gone into financial bankruptcy. And I'll, I'll never forget early on with Bob Lazar. And with what he said was exactly what the Pentagon admitted to that nobody cared about in 2013. They had reverse engineered 
so many th- items, and it was it was actually corroborated by the Pentagon and McDonnell Douglas. I mean, among others. I mean, this is something that has been happening. And I'm wondering, why do you think so many people are afraid to talk about it? I'm, I, I'd like to know your thoughts on this. Okay, well, let, let's talk about reverse engineering, engineered craft. The first UFOs in so-called modern times were seen over the battlefields of Europe in World War One. Each side thought it was the invention of the other side until they realized nobody's being attacked. Conspiracy of silence entered into by the world's leaders, even if they were opposing each other. But by the 1920s, alternative craft were already in development. They were secret military craft. This also went into World War II. The U.S. government, certainly at the higher levels, has not only known that there are, uh, let's say, other beings who have craft, they have been privy to developing these craft, and they also uh, keep this a secret and make has have you know made it about actually some imaginary aliens and demonizing extraterrestrials. The underlying issue right now is to do that to pump up funding for the war machine and weapons. The current you know all the stuff about people are coming out about reverse engineering stuff. This material from Billy Meyer has spoken about this history of already existing UFOs, the extraterrestrials that do or don't exist. It's very extensive. This has is known, has been known, but the hearings are basically cover-ups. They will not reveal the truth. And here's my best example. Within the last two months, I was contacted by a national security advisor to Andre Carson's uh, subcommittee, his House Intelligence Counter Terrorism Counter Proliferation Counterintelligence Subcommittee because they wanted me to send them the nine photos that I discovered connected to this case showing an interaction between a top secret U.S. stealth plane in 1981 and a UFO. I submitted that material and they've censored it. In other words, they will not reveal that they have it. They will not talk about it because... It's another piece of the evidence that there is no threat from actual extraterrestrials. It's really a threat from the war machine. And we've had people come forward like Lou Elizondo and Chris Mellon who are part of that agenda to make people fearful, to promote phony hearings. And look how it preceded the military march that's going on now in Ukraine with Russia yeah, and the coming war with Russia, which was foretold in this material. Which, ironically, I never thought would happen after the fall of the Soviet Union, in particular as we had so many uh, collaborating presidents with the then, you know, when, when Putin was liked and the rest of it. I think people let their guard down, and what you see now is a real, real possibility of an apocalypse that should be avoided on a multitude of different reasons for a multitude of different reasons. Uh, uh, Issues of why of, of why humanity should continue to exist, but here we are, right back to where we were in World War One, as far as the ideological uh, mindset of the human being. We're not advancing much, and yet I have to look at some of the weapons. They look awful advanced. And what I liked about some of your writings is you talk specifically about McDonnell Douglas. You talk specifically about the Pentagon, Honeywell, Boeing, and the rest of it. And when that pr- when that press conference in two thousand and thirteen came out. 
And the government admitted, yeah, yes, yes, we have the sightings. Yes, we have uh, evidence. It, I was astonished by the lack of interest by the general public in it. Were you? Mm-hmm. Well, because they have successfully dumbed down and made the whole thing more like a sci-fi thing. By the way, I just want to go back to the articles you're talking about, because those articles that are most informative about the secret government, all that stuff, they're submitted by a guy in Germany who's kind of an expert on that. We've written some other stuff, but he's far more knowledgeable, and, and the things you're talking about are the things he talks about. So coming back to your question, yes, uh, we should have been far more amazed and interested, but also, the evidence put forward, even you know the so-called TikTok video, it's it's inferior to Billy Myers' pre-digital evidence. Our really? films and photos. Oh my gosh! I mean, his stuff is so far clearer. I mean, he's he's taken broad daylight uh, photos within fifteen twenty feet of the craft. You you, you see them how they're made, what they're like. He has a video where he is in the frame filming. One of the UFOs hovering uh, against a tree in the distance, he zooms in. It's incredibly superior to what they're showing. So they are focusing on showing this really inferior quality. What is it? Who knows? It's flying around fast. Instead of letting people know that this man has the best evidence, U.S. astronaut Gordon Cooper said, that man in Switzerland, Billy Meyer, he's meeting with extraterrestrials. His photos are real. Why would people call him a hoax? I mean, that's the kind of thing. I, I had a national intelligence supervisor grill me, interrogate me for three months and phone calls every Saturday morning because he said, I think this case is a hoax. The guy grills me for three months. He disappears, comes back five months later, says, I've done five more months research and I'll tell you who I am and he did I didn't know he was a real top level investigator and he says your Billy Meyer case 100% authentic ironclad I'll take on any skeptics on your behalf and I'm writing an article for your blog how anybody they don't have to be like me an investigator how they can know this case is real Where? so really knowledgeable people who are not in the pocket of the military industrial uh, you know entity yeah. that runs so many things they know it's real but you won't hear. This is why you're. Thank you. You're giving me, uh, you know, an audience to bring this information to people, and they would not otherwise know about it. Well, it's for selfish reasons, Michael. I'm hoping the aliens, with their alien currency, can bail us out of a bankruptcy. But in the meantime, where can my people go to check out your blog? Because I do find your writings very, very interesting. This story was. More evidence that uh, needs to be discussed. And maybe, maybe if you could put on your blog that Vladimir Putin is attacking the UFOs, we could get some interest. In the meantime, where can my people go? Well, thank you. It's funny because as a child growing up in Chicago, I dreamt that someday I'd be involved with this, and I now I am. So the blog is called They flyblog.com theyflyblog.com people can find the books and the films and all the free information that they could spend months to answer all emails to answer questions so theyflyblog.com be a pleasure thank you so much Michael Horn I appreciate you making time for me thank you my friend we'll be back with your calls and comments after this Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. 
Squirrel, you can make fun all you want. I just had a text message from a friend of mine. He said, I'm glad you talked about this. I'm on a, I was on a boat, and I, you know, I saw something suspicious. So many people did this. And to read about this evidence, but more importantly, to admit that you, the United States government corroborated all of our suspicions. I mean, I just think it's, it, it's also it's very, very interesting. I also think it gives you hope. Because the idea that the hope in our moving our, 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 our species along rests in these idiots that are in charge of things now. I don't like that. That's very short-sighted. Because the idea in the year 2022, we're not just implementing practices we know that lead to all kinds of collapses and murder and mayhem. We don't just have politicians that are willing to turn us into slaves and serfs and experiments. But we're on the precipice of World War III. That's real. What is going on right now is man-made created. There's no reason for this. None. None. Propagandized into a World War III as we were propagandized into a World War I and all the rest of it. Propagandized into Vietnam and all the rest. You realize they're just going to keep sticking that fork in the outlet as long as we refuse to grow mentally our intellect. For instance, some of the policies we're doing. We know how it ends. And here's another thing. Here's something refreshing. Even some notable higher echelon oligarch Democrats. No, Democrats like James Clyburn, who you could argue is the reason you're hampered with the yoke of stupidity named Joe Biden. He knew what was going to happen. What do you say to people who say, boy, Washington can talk about all these big programs and everything else, but I'm worried about the cost of food. I'm seeing the cost of eggs shoot up, chicken, gasoline, you know, coming now with the the winter heating. I mean, these are all concerns that hit very directly to people who may say, you know, what's going on in D.C. doesn't think of us. Well, let me make it very clear. All of us are concerned about these rising costs. And all of us knew this would be the case uh, when we put in place this recovery program. All of us knew this would be the case when we put in the recovery program, the one for $1.9 trillion. The Biden administration has spent $3.7 trillion. These politicians knew what this would do what we're living through is the intent because in their mind they have a different agenda they didn't like the america that existed when we were wealthy when we were independent when we were strong they like the one where they can take over things where they can censor things where they can control things and this needs to come to an end it needs to come to an end so to have faith in the people that exist in our so-called leaders in societies, that's not where uh, I see future. George Naperville. Uh, Sean, I think that uh, you should be in charge of the culturally appropriate snacks for the immigrants, because I've seen what you eat in that cigar shop. Yes, yes. Uh, two for Tuesday at Armand's Pizza. Uh, I think if they can't come on a Tuesday, they don't eat. What do you think of that, George? Thank you very much. I, I think it's good. Yeah, it's a lot better than paying for what we're paying for. And uh, that's another thing. You know, you, you, you see the sabotage and the attention by people who are supposed to be your representatives. How much grace and how much money 
they're willing to give people who are not citizens and take it away from those who are citizens. And you realize the answer isn't going to be in our lifetime with these particular idiots. I am rooting for the aliens all over the country, certainly in big cities. How come the tents weren't put up for them? Now these illegal migrants are getting phones. They're getting, you know, uh, TVs. They're getting uh, uh, an opportunity to play video games, all this stuff. You know, maybe the aliens are watching us and saying, look at these idiots. I'm not wasting my time, Landon. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Excellent song, squirrel. Even the music was better. What is happening in Arizona is the most interesting race to me. Because it shows just the the absolute difference between people who believe in the system of Americanism and the cowardly fascist scum that is the Democrat mafia. I find Kerry Lake to be truly somebody to watch and hopefully somebody with a very, very, very bright future in the political landscape in the future. You said you feel like Joe Biden is dividing the country, but do you feel like Donald Trump is doing the same by falsely telling people that he won that election when he lost it? How does that divide the country? Questioning questioning an election where there are obviously problems is, is dividing the country? Since when can we not ask questions about our elections? As a journalist for many years, I was a journalist after 2016, and I distinctly remember many people just like you asking a lot of questions about the 2016 election results. And nobody tried to shut you up. Nobody tried to tell Hillary Clinton to shut up. Nobody tried to tell Kamala Harris when she was questioning the legitimacy of these electronic voting machines to stop. We have freedom of speech in this country, and you of all people should appreciate that. You're supposedly a journalist. You should appreciate that. We're going to bring back freedom of speech. And maybe someday you'll thank us for that. And this is how you run in a fascistic America circa 2022. It's an easy race to win for everybody. However, you have to have the courage to stand up for a principle rather than the smarmy corruption that makes up the establishment Republican Party, like the former vice president, the Stepford vice president. If Donald Trump is the Republican nominee for president in 2024, will you vote for him? Well, there might be somebody else I'd prefer more. (laughs) What I can tell you is I have every confidence that the Republican Party is going to sort out leadership. All my focus has been on the midterm elections, and it'll stay that way for the next 20 days. But after that, we'll be thinking about the future, ours and the nation's, and uh, I'll keep you posted, okay? Ooh, does that mean this loser, this fraud, this dimwit, this radio failure from Indiana is going to run? Ooh, riveting. You know, I find it funny that the idea that Mike Pence thinks anybody would vote for him. I mean, anybody, I mean, aside from the Pence family and a couple of morons in Indiana, who would vote for Mike Pence? Mike Pence never stood up for anything that he spoke of when he was a congressman. In fact, he spoke against it, got in there as a conservative, voted half the time conservative. The other half, he voted with Mitch McConnell and the rest of the establishment Republicans. And this is really something that will be a determining factor if Republicans like Carrie Lake win versus Republicans step and fetch establishment scum like Adam Kinzinger, the rash Liz Cheney, and Mike Pence win. 
Because to get the answers of what we need, we're going to need people who stand up on principles and understand that what's happened through ignorance and a lack of fight back and a participation of corruption is the backdoor nationalization of so many of American businesses and so many of American industries like the oil industry, which is the most important industry, not because of gas. Of course, gas is a fantastic byproduct of oil, but oil is the common denominator of all things we need, all things that make us warm, all things that are over our head and under our feet. So I pay attention to when heads of oil companies, firstly, diversify and stop putting money into exploration and production of actual oil and want to get in on the boondoggle that is the agenda of the American government, which is this fraud, fraud, eco-Nazi green energy scam that it is. But also when they tell you what the future is going to look like, this is the CEO of ExxonMobil. Tonight, more bad news for drivers, as ExxonMobil's CEO predicts years of tight supply. You're probably looking at three to five years of continued fairly tight markets. In other words, scarce production and potentially not enough oil to go around. The executive also responding to President Biden, who accused the U.S. oil industry of capitalizing on the supply shortage for profit. How damaging is it to be attacked by the U.S. president saying you're making more money than God? (laughs) Well, you know, we tend to look past the lot of the political rhetoric that we see day in and day out. And you've got to be thinking through not just today and tomorrow or the next year or the next administration, but through this very long time horizon. This controversy as human rights groups condemn Biden for his upcoming visit to Saudi Arabia next month, which he denies is aiming at getting the Saudis to pump more oil. This was obviously four weeks ago when this clip was made, but it's still pertinent because when you're asked right now and you're told to believe the line administration that has knuckled under the oil industry and the energy production and the natural gas that they're promoting people drilling this isn't how government how how businesses think it's how governments think and in one hand as they tell you that they're working they're also having their political whores tell you that we're going to love this new era of fraud science um and I have a particular fondness, I must tell you, for electric school buses. I love electric school buses. <laughs> I really do. And we're manufacturing them in our country. I've been to the manufacturing plants. I've, I've been on these electric school buses. And think about it. Aside from the pandemic, on a daily basis, 25 million children in our country every day go to school. Brilliant. She's riveting. Brilliant. COVID is down, but gas prices are up. Our work isn't done. It's very difficult to believe that you'd be going to see Saudi Arabia and not wanting to talk about oil. U.S. oil production peaked in December 2019 with over 400 million barrels pumped in the field. See, that's important. 400 million barrels pumped in the field. Now is a fraction of that. We're not even close to that. About the pandemic, production starting to creep back, but it's not even close to pre-COVID levels. Refining capacity to turn that crude oil into gasoline is also down. This is why the future will be bleak unless the policies of the country that are determined to hamstring our economy, determined to bankrupt the people and drag them into bankruptcy by their bank fraud of raising rates and destroying people who need credit to exist and to afford the the Bidenomics, the feudalnomics of a corrupt administration. So this is intentional what you're living through. You have 20 days. Actually, is it 19 now? 19 days to decide. Are you going to continue with the mafia politics of the, of the Democrats? 
Or will you shake it off for the pro-citizen, pro-Americanism, pro-principles of property rights? That is the only question. Because in the meantime, these feeble fascist political whores are having a grand old time. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. (laughs) We're 19 months in. Can you do another 19 months of Democrat rule? Democrat corruption, or as they're calling it now, United States. 312-642-5600. Get fired. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. Beastie Boys, right? Excellent. can't listen to this on one of those phony electric buses, can you? On those diesel-fueled school buses. And hundreds, thousands of school bus drivers. <laughs> it's great. Greg in LaGrange. Hey, please, one request, Sean. Yes. Not during dinner time. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I get a kick out of her. I like it. She's an inspiration to office tramps everywhere. Go ahead. You know what's amazing to me is that it, it doesn't matter. The Democrats have, or these Democrat socialists have the long game. They've known, they, they know they've destroyed business. Because if you're a businessman, are you going to put up with this kind of stuff? Or are you going to reinvest and then have the yo-yo swing the other way and then have it ripped out from underneath you again? No. This is the all, this is, they're, they're satisfied with doing the damage they've done. If they have a setback in 2022, so be it. They'll target 2024 that much harder. There are so nine, what we need to do. Nine Republican states are suing the bank banking cartel for the detriment of ESGs and how they're steering the velocity of money, loans, credit lines, and everything away from companies that have brought the quality of life to where you're spoiled brats now in America and you don't even understand why you should be so supportive of the oil industry. Of the natural gas industry. So, I mean, this is a good learning experience. The problem is you're dragging all of us with them. Well, exactly. The wealth that was destroyed is just incredible. It's just incredible. I had a friend of mine, I think I had a friend of mine call me up. We were talking about markets. He said, um, I don't even want to discuss and look because every time I do, I'm losing 40 and 50% of what I was going to retire on. Now, this is someone in their 50s who worked very hard. And, you know, retirement's right around the corner. You know how fast these years go by? He said, I cannot Absolutely. afford another two years of this because that I'll be wiped out. And that's maybe where people have to get before you um, get used to the kind of corruption and failure that is the Biden-Harris administration. These are, these are unqualified political whores who are determined to thing- brag as they bra- bankrupt us. The other thing is that the price of diesel is just through the roof. It's never you're not gonna eat. It's never been be- not below $5 eat. or be- $5 a gallon. Never gone down. You you will not eat. You will get less produce to market. You will get less product to market. How do you think this stuff moves? By magic? No, that that's also a contributing factor. And then you're putting guys out of business, number two. And number three, I have a guy who has multiple trucks, and he's like, you know, listen, I'm spending forty, fifty thousand a week in gas. He's like, it's unheard of. I can't keep doing it. So he'll shut down, then oh. his people will go on unemployment, and if the failure will, will move on. But this is why this is the goal of them. And when I say them, I mean Democrats. Democrats' goal is the opposite of our goal. 
They don't want to win and be prosperous for individuals. They need to fail so the mafia can grow and take over industries that would have been rejected from. And unfortunately, Greg, that's that's a plan that works by them. Just take a look at Chicago. Absolutely, and that's why that that's why that bumper music of sabotage by the Beastie Boys is perfect because that's what it is. It's sabotage. That's Squirrel. Thank Have you. Have a good bro. night. You too. That's my guy, Squirrel. Always good with the music. Go ahead. Can you take, can you hit that music again? I like that music too. No. Well, a warm welcome to this talk this Wednesday evening. No, no, that's the doctor who's telling us they're poisoning our kids. Oh, don't forget the CDC just said that we're going to make that part of the. As usual vaccine schedule for all children in America, even though we have proof that it's killing more babies and we have the Pfizer CEO. I want to get a little into the weeds here and the mRNA technology. When you and you and your, your colleagues were trying to decide which route to go down, the traditional vaccine route or the mRNA route, you, you write that... Um, it was, quote, most counterintuitive to go the mRNA route. And yet you went that route. Explain why. It was counterintuitive because Pfizer was mastering, or let's say we had very good experience and expertise with the multiple technologies that could uh, give a vaccine. Adenoviruses, but some of the other vaccines are. We, we were very good in doing that. Um, protein vaccines we were very good in doing that and plus many other technologies um, mRNA was the technology but we had less experience only two years working on this and actually mRNA was a technology that never delivered a single product until that day let's mandate it you idiots I'll be back from the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Looking forward to my next guest. And I'm going to tell you why. I really love this idea, but I'm aggravated because I tried to pull this same thing off. I was early. I underestimated or overestimated the American uh, idea of what it meant to be an American. I underestimated the, uh, the ability for Americans to tolerate open and notorious fascism as the government backdoor nationalized life and business itself. Not my next guest, however. His timing is perfect. He is the founder and CEO of Red Balloon, founded in 2021, as a solution to stop the fascism that is overtaking our society, where censorship, cancel culture, and putting somebody into poverty because of their opinions and their ideas is acceptable. His name is Andrew Krypiochets. Andrew, thank you for joining me. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on the show. This is a great... Listen, let me tell you what happened. So 2008, I'm from Chicago. I know full well that Barack Obama is a Mercedes Marxist. He gets elected, and I said, this is time for the capitalists to unite. It's time for us to say, no, we will not be turned into willful, ignorant slaves. We will fight back. So I bought the website, the domain name, I should say, capitalistunion.com. One of my very first experiences with this radio station is I said, listen, it's time for us to unite 
for capitalists who push back against fascists, Marxists, socialists, and the rest of it. And the guy's very nice. The people who run this business said, you know what? I think you're just, uh, there's too few of us that understand what we're up against. But not now, Andrew. I think your timing is perfect, and I'm dying to know what your reception has been. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. I really appreciate it. And honestly, my motivation, the moment when I thought, man, I need to start RedBalloon.Work um, is about a year and a half ago when I'm the CEO of a $100 million tech company. And the board says, you know, you're just a little too conservative and Christian for our liking. So we're going to need you to um, leave. And I thought, man, if I, as someone who's running a company that's making a ton of money, growing, doing all the performance-based things that they want, um, are, I'm not ch- checking the perception box for them. I'm now in a spot where uh, if I'm in that spot, I bet there's a lot of Americans that are um, being canceled from their jobs. And this is even before the vaccine mandate, being canceled from their jobs because of wokeness in the workplace. And so that's why redballoon.work um, came to life, is we need a place where People who just want to focus on work, they want to bring great value to their employer. They want to um, not be a snowflake in the HR department whining about every little thing, but just bringing value can find a job. Um, And then, of course, uh, my best sales rep, um, Citizen Joe Biden, uh, came out (laughs) and said, hey, we need to do a vaccine mandate. Uh, And then all of a sudden we start having thousands of employers who say, you know what, I'm looking for the type of talent who just wants to work and doesn't want to focus on those things. And literally over a million job searches from people who say, I want freedom in the workplace. I don't want to be oppressed in the workplace. I don't want this Marxism in the workplace. I actually just want to do my job. So it's been a really fun adventure over the last year. Andrew, I am so glad that you did this. And it's because the timing, it it has to happen now. Because Americans have a tendency to devolve into willful slaves. I'm from Chicago, Illinois. This is the hub of it, where the notion of this kind of political corruption becomes normalized. And then, you yep. you know, we, we tend to go down with our standards, and then you learn yep. how to maneuver in it. It is how societies collapse. But the idea that there is now a place for people to go and be employed and exchange goods and services, that's how we survive. It is the only way we survive, and it's why, as, as a capitalist, I had such high hopes for the future. I'm a generation before the Internet. But when you guys came along, I said, these kids, they are going to save this country. (laughs) They are going to save this country because they're going to understand how important it is, how an idea, a concept can make them wealthy and make them sustain their generations so that they're making all the people that work for them so much richer, so much better, not just money, but independence. And then I, I, I watched in horror as so many of the Silicon Valley oligarchs just collapsed and now are, yep. are part of the are part of the problem. Absolutely. No, what what has happened in America is that this DEI training and the CRT training, it is not only sapping the joy out of work, which it absolutely is doing that. People um, people don't even realize how much job satisfaction they've lost. There's um, Gallup actually estimates that 70 percent of Americans don't love their job. 70% of Americans don't love their job. And I think a lot of that is when you have 
office politics, you have DEI training, you have CRT training. You're not focused on bringing value to your customers. You're focused on trying to do the virtue signaling, virtue signaling that will make the woke mob happy. And if you get back to actually just bringing value to your customers, it's actually deeply satisfying and you make more money. And so the employers on redballoon.work who have hired off of our site, I know one of them told me, he said, every hire I make off redballoon.work is cleansing to our culture. It makes our culture um, have a higher concentration of people who just want to provide value, who are just hardworking conservatives. And so um, I think what's going to happen is you need to see um, a lot of employers continue to say, I'm going to prioritize the work we're doing over trying to make the woke mob happy. And if we can do that, I think America has a chance of getting back to our roots of what's made us successful in the first place. You're also stoking that that desire for people to be free. I always walked around as an ideologue thinking that everyone wanted to be free. I was shocked as I grew up and saw how the comfort in servitude, the comfort in being a a, a, a person who re, uh, receives their sustenance from government and the manipulation therein, how they would not make it enough to get them kicked off of certain programs. And then I said, boy, this is not good when this ideology is winning and then COVID happened i could not believe how comfortable people who were losers and bust yeah. outs and degenerates became to strangers put your mask on get I, I i never saw anything like it not in this country um i love this idea because i think you're going to give those people who want to reject that kind of fascism the strength to know i don't need to capitulate i can get a job with like-minded people that's the best part yeah. about this Absolutely. And I've, I've, I've run a lot of businesses over the year. I've been very blessed, Sean, to run a lot of businesses over the year. I've never run a business where I've got an unsolicited thank you notes from perfect strangers. People saying, you just saved my marriage because when I'm not beat down at work every single day, um, I can actually be joyful in every other aspect of my life. And so you employers out there that are listening, when you're posting jobs on Red Balloon, you're telling people if you're courageous in the workplace, and it costs you your job, I've got your back. Um, and guess what? You're going to have the back of the people who are going to cause your business to make way more money. Um, but people are saying, you've saved my marriage. You've changed the trajectory of my family because a vocation is such an important aspect of a family, of a person's life. And so if you can give them meaningful employment where they can provide great value and not really sap the joy with all this wokeness, um, you are going to allow people to be the brave and courageous warriors that I think we need in America to fight back against some of the cultural wars that I think are in front of us today. Um, and so that's why I'm doing it. That's why I love it. Um, and I'm going to give you one more plug here. Uh, Redballoon.org slash bill is where you can find the employee bill of rights. Um, and we want every employee to know what their rights are in the workplace. So if you're stuck at that big woke tech uh, company, and you want to know, where am I allowed to push back? Where am I allowed to say no? Um, the Employee Bill of Rights is a document that is a free resource that's designed for you. Um, if you go to redballoon.org slash bill, you can find this 22-page document written by a labor lawyer from Harvard who has been in the battles on labor law and can tell you where you can stand up for your rights, where you're going to lose, um, and where you're going to win, because if uh, knowledge this. is power, we want people to have power. Andrew, I absolutely love this because so many people feel so alone where it has become normal now. And all of those characteristics are something this country thrived on. 
No matter how mediocre you were, your job was, you knew you were a free man. You were not a slave to the system. Over these last couple of years, it has become normal to have people who've never worked a day in their life, governors, uh, politicians, step and fetch mayors, tell you you didn't earn that business, shut it down. This is something that if it had existed prior to the pandemic shutdown, the fascism, the greatest fascistic move this country's ever implemented, I think it wouldn't have happened. That's how important I think this is. I love this company. I love what you did. I'm mad. I didn't start it or don't own a piece of it, damn it. (laughs) Uh, Well, I appreciate that. You know, it has been a fun adventure. Uh, This is clearly, you know, my, uh, when I got fired from my job, um, it was really hard, right? When you have a lot of your um, identity is tied up in the company that you were running. I was running the company for 20 years. I hired many hundreds of employees. Um, I really enjoyed what I was doing, um, and I got removed from that, and that was really difficult. And I think a lot of Americans are in that spot right now. But my wife wrote an article, actually went in the Federalist, talking about how I was redeployed. Um, I was being put in a position where I could stand up for all the workers who needed freedom in the workplace, who needed to be in a position where they could support their families and live their values out loud. And so if you're in a difficult situation right now in work or in any of these situations, just be aware. Um, This might be part of the story because um, the best heroes in the best stories um, always have to go through um, a difficult time, uh, but man, it's fantastic on the other side. So redballoon.work has been my adventure. I've loved it. Um, It's been a ton of hard work. Um, But we have thousands of employers and over a million job searches by people just looking for freedom. And we're always looking for more. So that's who listens to my my show. We don't get intimidated. We get inspired. We get motivated. I will not be I will not go in this into slavery quietly. I make a terrible slave. And so does my audience. (laughs) And I love to find I love to find people who also do like you. Andrew, you're welcome here anytime. I'm going to I'm going to stay in touch with you. I want uh, I want people to take advantage of your service. I want companies who understand the principles of Americanism, which is what you're fighting for, what you're advocating for, to have a place to go. I love it. Andrew, thank you so much for creating RedBlueBalloon.Work. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Sean. Have a wonderful evening, everybody. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. save this country. And I'm dead serious about it. It's how you save country. When, when, when people of ideas, when people of principles interact with each other, that's the pushback against the corruption that has become normalized. The idea that the government is openly intimidating companies to partake in their various extortion models and to fire employees based on their ideas shows you how normal it is to become a third world, a European socialist, a, a, an Eastern European Soviet society. It is within us that make the decision to bend knee to the government fascism or to push back. That's where the importance is. And as you see what's happening around the country, to see a pushback by people from Silicon Valley, to see a pushback from people who are employers and employees, that's how you ignore 
and fight back against what has been corrupt and the people involved in it know it's corrupt. This Eric Adams and his number one bragging about exactly how corrupt not only the mafia employment system is, but how comfortable they are with fascism is really a telling, telling story. The cops are mad at us, though, because we roll back the private sector mandate or rolling back the public sector mandate. Like, public service employees still have to be man, uh, vaccinated. But we were requiring all private employers to mandate vaccines as well. And we've stopped doing that. So. Why? No, no. Who gives a sh- that COVID's over? Just the short answer. Why are we still doing it for the public sector? I don't know. We'll probably stop that in a few months. 1,400 people voluntarily quit their jobs rather than get vaccinated. They don't serve their jobs back. They chose not to do a very, very harmless thing that like protects the rest of society. I don't give a This is unfair. deal with it. We're allowed to set the terms of employment. Period. What the mayor said? He said they quit. Why do they? Why should they get their jobs back? They quit. I have no sympathy for them. Like they made a choice. That was the rule. You had a very cushy government job. You could always go not work for the government. Now my favorite part is when they find out that this fella who speaks like he's got a little sugar in the tank finds out he's been talking to an investigative reporter. Are you Chris? I'm James Lalino, Project Veritas Action. The woman that you've been meeting... No, no. The woman that you've been meeting with is actually an undercover journalist for Project Veritas Action. So we have you on undercover camera talking about... kidding me. Well, see... No, we're not kidding you, sweet in the pants. We're not kidding you. Mocking cops, firefighters, and police here about the vaccine mandate. Are they going to get their jobs back? I'm not talking to you. At all. Uh, You're talking to me right now, sir. You already talked. Hey, blabbermouth. You already talked, stupid. So we have you on footage here. We're going to release this. I'm not talking to you. Well, sir, we're, we're... Now skip off to your lawyer. And in the meantime, let's see what that buffoon you just incriminated as a mafia don and a corrupt one at that. Let's see what he has to say about it, huh? Stupid. The first tape we saw, uh, Christopher made... By the way, that looks like a Brioni suit, too, that Eric Adams has on. This $2 whore, Eric Adams, all dolled up in a shiny suit. I wonder if it's a Brioni. Barraging remarks about me. The team came to me and stated, you know what, are we getting rid of him? And I said, no, you know... People crap on me every day. No, he knows too much of what a dirtball, bagman for the unions, for the organized syndicate, what I really am as a Democrat. Be thick skin. This is what being a mayor is. Being a mayor means you're crapped on, you know. But when you have disparaging remarks about first responders, that's unacceptable. You mean the, the way you got elected? Oh, is this when he pretended that he cared about the law and he was going to protect the, the citizens versus the criminals like every other Democrat's come back? However, I can't help but notice you're kind of falling right into the fold, aren't you, in your $6,000 suit, dummy? It's, it's not tolerated. My team didn't have to call me again. I said, that's not acceptable. I know what first responders went through. I cannot allow that to happen, and my team cannot be a part of that. So it wasn't about... Uh, giving him, we did give him a second. Oh, that's how you spin. That's beautiful, right? He's down with you. He's one of you. 
He's not the accusations his number one accused him of. No. He's just like you. Ken in Geneva. Oh, I just wanted to call in because I tuned in and I heard you were talking about all the stuff that the corporations are doing. I just got kicked off of LinkedIn permanently. What'd you do? And, uh, What'd you do? You radical? Uh, were you preaching communism? Were you saying we should have single-payer socialist health care? Were you promoting government fascism? What the hell did you do? It was on a Chicago Federal Reserve promotional post that they had. <laughs> they were promoting that they were training people. I said, why would anybody want to be trained by a failed organization that has two mandates, control inflation and employment, and you're failing at them both? And insider off. trading. You should have asked, do you have an insider training front-running sponsored by Ken Griffin, the front-runner? Do you have any kind of information of how I can be a drunk dimwit like Pelosi and make $500 million? That should have been what you said. You'd have got a damn I job. Did, I did that through a Freedom of Information Act request to Powell. Yeah, I so. love I love that. I love that. that. Do me a favor. Could you find out how uh, Mrs. Powell, I'd be interested to know some of her holdings, because I know she's not in it for the sex. Thank you very much, Ken. I appreciate the call. Uh, Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean. How you doing tonight? Good. How are you? Good. Listen, what I wanted to say is I... Do you think Mrs. Powell loves the sex and the hair pulling and hates herself for it? What do you think Mrs. Powell is in it for? I have no idea. I'm guessing the Bentley. The Bentley SUV is what I'm guessing. Go ahead. I keep seeing these ads on TV about uh, women's rights and abortion, whatever you want to call it. All of these Democrats are going to vote for it. I have to think that the majority of them have children, right? So how can you vote for, for something like that? After you see your little kids growing up, going to college, high school, whatever. When you're so detached you ahead, from your consciousness. You go ahead and vote for uh, uh, babies being, being, uh, being killed. Are they doing it just for the women's vote? What, what are they doing it for? Yes. If they're just doing it for the voters, scumbags, like you say. Of course they are. Thanks, Sean. Have a you, good know, night. you know that. Thank you very much, Rich. Anybody that would harm a kid, and I don't just mean the Joe Biden showering with his young daughter. Anybody that would harm a kid, we know what they are. They're pedophile scum and the wretched souls. And that's why you have the, you know, that's the whole point of the FBI. After all, it was started for kidnapping after Lindbergh and all the rest of it. Right. But now we normalize the fact that it's okay to kill them. So is it really a big deal when we mandate an experiment and a vaccine to them? Or when we cheat them out of an education and no one can say the word ask in any Democrat run sewer? They're just useful idiots now. They're talking points. And the idea of what you're actually doing when you're promoting, the idea that it's okay to kill the most innocent species among us, the most innocent human beings on the planet, and let alone the betrayal of a parent to do it. It goes to show you, you think they're concerned with uh, macroeconomic bankruptcy of America or the Keynesian corruption in their systems and their insider trade? They don't care. After all, you're, you're negotiating with people willing to kill their own kid. It's a rough sell. Fiscal responsibility after that. 312-642-5600. All your calls when I get back. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Nice pull, squirrel. So it's us against the governmentologists. See, this is a religion. 
The Democrat mafia has nothing except a promise to be in on their utopia, a promise to be in on the mafia. It's governmentology against Americanism. That's the only thing that could explain some of these cartoon characters, and they are cartoon characters. In particular, as you see, where they rule, the kind of corruption, the kind of destruction of the quality of life that it's like when you live in these Democrat sewer areas. I mean, pick one. But when you hear Stacey Abrams, the only reason she has any support is because she's a goddess in governmentology, and she has a love handle on her head. Uh, I would assume, maybe incorrectly, but while abortion is an issue, it nowhere reaches the level of interest of voters in terms of the cost of gas, food, bread, milk, things like that. What can a governor, what could you do as governor to alleviate the concerns of Georgia voters about those livability, daily, hourly issues that they're confronted with? Now, that's a straightforward question. What could you do? What other policies you would implement? That would make the quality of life better under the ramifications of a federal government that shares, ironically, your same philosophies. What could you do? Love handle on your head, Stacey Abrams. But let's be clear. Having children is why you're worried about your price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs. Squirrel, um, do you have any kids? No. no. Are you worried about the cost of gas in your car? You are. Are you worried about your food costs, your heating costs, your rent? Are you worried about the earning potential of your future dollar and their buying power therein? You are? You're kind of weird. Must believe in UFOs. For women, this is not a reductive issue. You can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic reality. Why? I, you know, this is interesting. Can I divorce carrying an unwanted part of society, an unwanted welfare roach part of society, an unwanted corrupt oligarch mafia part of society? Because I'm carrying you, fatso, and you're heavy. And so are all of you Democrats. In fact, I can't think of what you really contribute. What do you really contribute to? These of having a child. And so these are, it's important for us to have both and conversations. We don't have the luxury of reducing it or separating them out. But we also have to talk about what a governor. And now you, you forget, we're just 19 months into this kind of failure. Prior to this, America was succeeding. Granted, you did shut it down for a year so you could steal the election. But prior to that, we were successful. Everything was affordable. Life was better. But then again, you people, you scoundrels, you scum, were not in power. In fact, you were in the back. What happens when you're in power for a long time? Say like a county. Say like a county like Cook County, which is arguably a very large county. In fact, it's larger in most states than a few states as far as population goes. What's it like when you Democrats, you've run Cook County for what? What is it, about 100 years, give or take? A little-known property tax loophole is costing Cook County taxpayers hundreds of millions of dollars. That's the finding by a team of researchers in the Cook County Treasurer's Office. CBS2 political investigator Dana Kosloff is here. Dana, they say the county's black and brown communities are the hardest hit. And Erica, they say it's been going on for years. Did they say that any of these properties that are purchased, are they purchased by the Table of Wisdom LLC in which... Mafia dons like Ed Burke and two sitting Cook County judges are the principals. Did you look at that, Maria Pappas? By the way, nice jacket. Look like Liberace's daughter. Just who's profiting? Companies and investors who buy up tax delinquent properties and then basically get their money back with interest. Lots of it at taxpayers' expense. Do you know how many Democrat scourge lawyers, scumbags, 
have companies and have this market, this particular tax auction locked up? Just pick one. It's why they all vote Democrat. Whether it's little short in the pants Irish Mafia Mike Madigan or his partners also short in the pants or Ed Burke in a zoot suit with his pocket full of Viagra. All prominent tax buyers at the Crook County auction. How's that working out? Cook County Treasurer Maria Pappas says this mall in Calumet City is just one of hundreds of properties helping so-called tax buyers get rich. It, like the other properties, was put up in Cook County's tax sale because the owner was behind on paying property taxes. I like this report. I like it a lot. Exposes a lot of the scandal, but it stops short of naming who the buyers are. Table of Wisdom LLC, I'd love to know if they're attached to it. Can we get an investigative reporter? What, what is Chuck Gowdy doing? Oh, is he eating? Well, that does explain his hips. Pappas says a buyer snapped it up, held on to it for a few years, and then demanded money back. The buyer can do it because the county listed the mall as having zero square feet. Now, wait a minute now. The county made the mistake. The county employees those in on the scheme, those fat-ass county employees whose job it is to specifically know the property. You mean to tell me they took an entire strip mall and they put zero down for square footage? What kind of a more, oh, a Democrat. Oh, right. And, and, and what are the ramifications of that? A mistake that entitles the buyer to a refund with interest. They get all their money back from the governments, plus... Between 12 and 54% interest. In the- wait, 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 So the government makes the mistake because you're lazy and you're morons. You put zero for a strip mall under the, the column that says square feet. You fracking moron. And then the people, after this mistake, have to give the money back and interest all the way up to 54%. That does explain the jacket you have on, Maria. All buyers case that interest added up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars of taxpayer money. A lengthy study done by Pappas's employees found a property tax loophole called. The- that's not a loophole. That's a law that's written to be frauded. That's only a Democrat could do that. That's a law of manipulation. But it does explain why the very politicians who make the mistake own the LLCs that buy the property and reap the rewards, doesn't it? Boy, that's Crook County, USA. Sale in air gives buyers the ability to basically return the property at taxpayers' expense. They say in just seven years, it's cost taxpayers $280 million. So that's cost you money. This is the fee for corruption. This is the fee for incompetence. This is the fee for stupidity. Yet the ramifications to the entity is what? Gatsangul. They get more money and more power. And more of their insiders end up buying the properties and getting the rewards. Why would you ever fix it? You've made your own mafia members very rich doing it. About eighty-seven percent of that two hundred and eighty million was taken from mostly black and Latino uh, areas of the city, the south and the west side. Well, you are the useful idiots that continue to vote for this kind of corruption. You're the base of the Democrat mafia. Not only are you suffering on the crime front, the drug dealers who are really running the show, but you're being raped of your own tax dollars. And who's doing it? Democrats, also known as rats.
predominantly the south suburbs, they got hit really hard. It impacts schools, police, fire, and other municipal services. Pappas and her team say many of the properties are bought up and then returned by hedge funds and other private investors. I wonder if those hedge funds have investors that are pension funds of those very workers who make the mistakes. Starting to see a systemic problem here? Oh, no, 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 no. It's not racism. It's corruption of the mafia calling themselves government. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I wonder how many of the hedge funds that buy it are invested by pension fund. I mean, this is, to me, I think this is a scandalous story. It was only on one news station last night. And uh, we're not getting the information on who the buyers are. Are they individual investors or is this a conglomerate of corruption the way I perceive it to be? They have groups of researchers that look into all of this. Uh, and that they're very sophisticated. But Pappas's office wants to change that. They plan to push Springfield to pass a law that would make it impossible for buyers to profit off a tax sale listing mistake like they do now. This law is so egregious that that it would be impossible for Springfield not to change it. By the way, this doesn't exist in any other states that I'm aware of other than New York. No Jersey, Los Angeles, and Illinois. What, are the, what do they all have in common? That team in Pappas's office discovered this legal loophole as part of an assignment to uncover problems within the property tax system. They hope to get a law change before lawmakers in the spring. In the newsroom. See, it's not a loophole. Language is very important. This is what they call uh, 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 taxes, a loophole. You mean when... When people fight to keep their own money, that's a loophole. And then when when you use this culture of corruption, this systemic corruption, that's also a loophole. I don't think it is, Democrat speaking moron. In fact, what this is, is a manipulated money-making scheme by corrupt governments to enrich insiders like the Table of Wisdom LLC, like Mike Madigan's phony law firm, like Ed Burke's phony law firm. Like Tony Resco, campaign contributor and his greasy scumbag son, who just acquired a $10.7 million piece of property in Bucktown. Where did the 26-year-old kid get the money? Nobody's going to care about that. This is how you normalize the kind of corruption and you normalize the kind of failure that is Democrat-run hellholes. Third-world corrupt banana republic sewers that you get used to sooner or later. This next 19 days will decide. Are we all used to it? Will the Democrats remain in control of the very once great cities they bankrupted and corrupted? I got one more segment, right? No? Come on, squirrel. All right, I'll be back in 21. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.